we want to talk to you a little bit about Good Ranchers. If you're a fan of getting good, high-quality meat, it might be time for you to stop shopping for it at the store. Not everything that says it's a product of America is actually a product of America. Not everything that says, um, you know, that it's um, USDA graded means that it comes from the U.S. market. Do you know that 44 tons of store meat was recalled for listeria just recently? Do you know that a lot of our meat, about 20% in your average supermarket, comes from out of country? Our ranchers are hurting right now, and our ranchers uh, have great meat, and they're being screwed every step of the way. We need to produce our meat here in America. Join the tens of thousands of Americans that are getting 100% American meat delivered to your door. And right now, through Good Ranchers, they're having the October feast sale. Get two pounds of Wagyu beef and two and a half pounds of their better than organic chicken free with any purchase of their bundle boxes. So head on over to GoodRanchers.com slash Glenn. GoodRanchers.com slash Glenn. Welcome to Monday. Today, I want to talk to you about our basic freedom of speech and freedom of thought. Do you have that right anymore? Is that right worth saving? It is under attack in ways that are absolutely unbelievable. We'll begin there in 60 seconds. You know, it's not every day you come across somebody who can pivot from one project to the next and hit it out of the park every single time. But that is exactly what Mike Lindell does. It all started with my pillow, and getting a good night's sleep hasn't been the same ever since. Mike's been revolutionizing not only the pillow, but also sheets, towels, and now the footwear industry. Mike launched a brand new slipper, slides, and sandals uh, about a year ago, and they're fantastic. And you can get them at an amazing discount now for as low as $29.98. It's about an $80 value. You get it for $29.98. Right now, this isn't going to last long. Go to MyPillow.com and use the promo code BECK. Uh, they're made to be worn year-round, four-layer design, keep your feet comfy. They have breathable fabric, plus Mike's patented impact gel makes them super comfortable. So log on to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special squares, and use the promo code BECK and receive this incredible limited-time offer. They also come with a one-year warranty and 60-day money-back guarantee. It's MyPillow.com, promo code BECK, or 800-966-3117. Okay, so here's some good news. By the way, hello, Stu. How are you? Glenn? 
Good to see you. Good to see you. No, no, seriously. Good to see no, you. No, seriously. No. I, I'm sure you have some good news for me today. Yeah, I do. I do. Uh, World Economic Forum just had a uh, anti-disinformation panel uh, happening uh, just last week. And the United Nations was there. And so on the WEF, World Economic Forum, Great Reset Panel, the United Nations announced, quote, we own the science. Now, when they said that, they said that at the WEF's Sustainable Development Impact Meeting. And, uh, and what was great is Brown University was there with the United Nations. And they said that uh, when it comes to climate information, they have now partnered with Google. And they are tackling disinformation. So under the UN's Secretary General for Global Communications, Melissa Fleming, she brought up the partnership with big tech companies, including TikTok and Google, that contribute to controlling the narrative of climate change. According to Fleming, the Google search results now prioritize UN links. We partnered with Google, she said. For example, if you Google climate change, <laughs> you will, at the top of your search, get all kinds of UN sources. We started this partnership when we were shocked to see that when we Googled climate change, we were getting incredibly distorted information right at the top. We're becoming much more proactive. We own the science. We think the world should know it. And the platforms themselves also believe this. We also had another trusted messenger project, she told the World Economic Forum, which was called Team Halo, where trained scientists from around the world and some doctors on TikTok. We had TikTok working with us. She went on to admit mm. that the strategy to counter people's distrust of institutions such as the U.N. in relation to covid information was just to recruit influencers to prompt their messaging. Another really key strategy, she said, was we had to deploy influencers, adding influencers who are really keen, who have really huge followings, but really keen to carry the message that the U.N., the World Economic Forum, will serve their communities. And they were much more trusted than the United Nations telling them something from New York City headquarters. End quote. Hey, when are your friends going to wake up? I urge you, please, to find a church that is urging you in 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 every possible way to prepare yourself to stand to prepare yourself to live in a in an incredibly different world it is not going to be possible to stand you remember i've told you for years and years you have to be so close to the spirit that when the spirit says, stop, turn around, go the other way. You do it. There is coming a time soon where if you don't have that kind of listening power and connection, you will not survive. Now, 
We are being told what the truth is. We are not allowed to even discuss the real truth. This is not entirely true today. You still have voices like mine and Ben Shapiro and and Mark Levin and people who are on radio and in podcast. So you still have the ability to hear the truth. However, it is now being limited and curtailed more and more every day. And they are coming out and they're admitting it. When the UN and the World Economic Forum, they think so little of you that they can have a conference where they admit that they are hiring influencers. What is that? That's propaganda. That's not a commercial. That's propaganda. If I were taking money from, let's see, uh, I'm a fan of Mike Lee. If you found out that Mike Lee was somehow or another paying me and he had hired me to just weave this into our conversation, would you have a problem with it? The question is, why would you have a problem? Because you thought I was trustworthy. You thought you were hearing just my opinion. It's why I always say our sponsor this half hour is... I don't just roll into the commercials. I say that for a reason to alert you that what I'm about to say, I may believe in, which I do, but it is paid for. When you have influencers, you are getting propaganda. And at the same time, they're giving you propaganda because they quote, own the science, they are silencing other voices and pushing them into the background. Let me give you how this is going to affect you in the real world, and it already is. This is from the Wall Street Journal. It's an op-ed. I was fired from my nursing job this year for refusing to take implicit bias training. After 39 years of providing equal care to all of my patients without regard to their race, I objected to a mandatory course grounded in the idea that I'm a racist because I'm white. I fear every healthcare professional will soon be forced to make the same awful decision I did, falsely admit to being a racist or abandon the medical field. This is already happening in emissions. This is being taught at the university level. So while you have older nurses and and doctors who have been in the business, they will leave. But the new doctors, the new nurses are being trained from the beginning in this. She says, my ordeal started in September 2021 when my employer, a Dallas-based Baylor, Scott, and White Health, rolled out its new annual training modules for clinical educators. The list included overcoming unconscious bias. After viewing the interactive course, I contacted my supervisor and asked for a meeting with the chief nursing officer and the human resource director. The former sent a surrogate. The latter didn't attend. After two meetings, it was clear I would not be given an exemption. My supervisor told me, look, I don't want you to die on this cross. But I did. 
the idea that implicit bias is grounded in the belief that white people treat those who aren't white worse than those who are. It is part of the woke assumption that society, including healthcare, suffers from systematic racism. Accordingly, my own supposed implicit bias, which is a euphemism for ingrained racism, must be rooted out. Not only that, it must be replaced with preferential treatment for the non-white. I feel I, 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 uh, I fail to see how real racial discrimination is justified by my non-existent racism. I knew this was coming, but I was still devastated when I was fired in February. I went from a six-figure job to zero income. The day I was fired, I sold my car to make sure I'd have enough money to live on. When I tried to find a new health care job, no one would hire me. No doubt they contacted my old employer and they were told why I was let go. States are increasingly requiring implicit bias training as a condition for obtaining medical and nursing licenses. As of July, the Kentucky Board of Nursing requires that all registered nurses take a continuing education court, a course on implicit bias. What does that mean? That means it's never ending. Your racism is never solved. I mean, we all went through political correct training years ago, and most of us hated it and thought it was ridiculous. Sexual harassment training, most of us hated it because we weren't sexually harassing anyone. However, this is different. Doctors, nurses, counselors, dentists, they all have to take this now. And for another really great strike for uh, freedom of thought and freedom of speech, the New Zealand prime minister was uh, giving a speech at the UN and she compared free speech to weapons of war. At the UN General Assembly Friday, she announced the new initiative to, quote, help improve research and understanding of how a person's online experience are curated by automatic processes, saying the work done in partnership with companies and nonprofits will be important in understanding more about mis- and disinformation online, a challenge that we must as leaders address. Doesn't this sound a little like what they just announced at the World Economic Forum? The prime minister acknowledged that calling to regulate speech online in any way can see, seem problematic. But, quote, as leaders, we're rightfully concerned that even the most light touch approaches to disinformation could be misinterpreted as being hostile to the values of free speech that we value so highly. But while I cannot tell you today what the answer is to this challenge, I can say with complete certainty that we cannot ignore it. To do so poses an equal threat to the norms we all value. So we have flipped our society from we have to give the benefit to the rights that every person was endowed with. The right to speak freely without fear. 
We have taken that away. And now we are saying, well, we have to protect people. We must protect people because they might be hurt. And we don't know. I know that will that'll sound bad and it will it might really affect free speech. But we have to take action whenever anyone tells you we have to take action and it's taking action to protect people. We are doing it to make them safer. Run for your life. There's more in 60 seconds. There's a certain type of person out there, a person who uh, heeds the call when a hero is needed. Our sponsor this half hour is Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Someone who steps up to the plate and directly into the path of harm simply because somebody has to be there to do it. For that person, his or her own liberty and or safety, not too small of a price to pay for the liberty and safety of others. These people we call heroes. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays off their mortgage to lift the financial burden and bring their family to stability. Now, catastrophically injured veteran first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, helping them live more independent lives. And now through Operation Home Base, Tunnel to Towers is gifting tiny homes to homeless veterans. In a world that's filled with darkness, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation is bringing light. Help these heroes and their families join the Tunnel to Towers uh, uh, Foundation on their mission to do good in their honor. After 9-11, they're asking that you would donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2 T.org. 10 seconds, station ID. I mean, listen to this. Um, The prime minister then asked the audience how they could tackle various challenges if people are allowed to share opposing narratives online. Quote, after all, how do you successfully end a war if people are led to believe the reason for its existence is not only legal, but noble? How do you tackle climate change if people don't believe it exists? How do you ensure the human rights of others are upheld when they're subjected to hateful and dangerous rhetoric and ideology? We've always had these problems. The remedy has always been make a good case. They suggested that online speech now is used by those with evil intent. Oh, my gosh. The weapons may be different, but the goals of those who perpetrate them is often the same. To cause chaos and reduce the ability of others to defend themselves, to disband communities, to collapse the, cor- the collective strength of countries who work together. Oh my gosh, I cannot take, I just cannot take the pot calling the kettle black anymore. They always self-diagnose. Whatever it is they're doing, they claim they're fighting that. The prime minister urged action from the general audience of U.N. leaders, 
We have an opportunity here to ensure that these particular weapons of war do not become an established part of warfare. She's talking about freedom of speech. In these times, I'm I'm acutely aware of how easy it is to feel disheartened. We're facing many battles on many fronts, she said. But there is a cause for optimism. Because for every new weapon we face, there's a new tool to overcome it. For every attempt to push the world into chaos is a collective conviction to bring us back to order. We have the means. We just need the collective will. I want you to know what she is saying here. What she is saying is people are waking up. And they're starting to do things that we didn't think that they would do. We we thought we could keep this as a conspiracy theory, but people are waking up and they're seeing and reading our own words. But don't worry. We have Google in our pocket. We have TikTok in our pocket. And for every attempt to push the world into chaos is a collective conviction to bring back to order. No, what they're doing is causing chaos. Because their order is one world order that you have nothing to do with. They haven't talked to you about any of these things. They deny what they're doing. They deny ESG. They deny that this means what they clearly mean. They deny it and deny it and deny it. And then suddenly it's accepted as a reality. And it's too late to change it. You, we, I need to be on our knees much more than we are. We need to humble ourselves and pray for strength and guidance and the strength to stand because you are going to you're going to need to stand. You have to stand. And you just all you have to do is stand for things you know are true. You know that everyone has a right to free speech. You know that if global warming is true and is dangerous, that you can make the case for it. If it's not, I have a right to make the case that it's not the end of the world. And the solutions that they are proposing could gravely harm humans. The Glenn Beck Program. All right, there's a lot of apps out there. Not too many of them actually save you money rather than cost you money. But... As the chaos um, created by those above in the economy um, continues to get worse and worse, you have to keep an eye out for opportunities to spend less, especially on the things you're spending money on regularly. I have good news. Let me tell you about Upside. It's an amazing app that's going to save you money on gas and groceries and dining out. All you have to do is download it and use my promo code BECK. You'll automatically get 25 cents or more back for every gallon in your first tank of gas. And from there, you just find an offer for whatever you're buying on Upside. Check in at the business, and when you pay, you get paid. It's easy, and you'll feel the results right where it counts, in your wallet. So download the free Upside app and use the promo code BECK. Get 25% or more off of every gallon in your first tank of gas 
25 cents or more back on every gallon on the first tank? Sign up now. Use the promo code BECK. Get the Upside app and download it now. Subscribe to Blaze TV. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We're very glad to have you here, including Mr. Pat Gray from <laughs> Pat Gray Unleashed, the podcast that is uh, on Blaze TV just before this program and can be heard wherever you get your podcast. Hello, Pat. Hello, Glenn. How was your Still, weekend? Oh, it was perfect. In every way. I had a perfect, perfect yeah, weekend. Yeah, yeah. yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, so uh, uh, what do you have today? Uh, well, I'm kind of interested in uh, Air Canada. Ordering 30 electric planes that can carry passengers maybe 124 miles. Holy cow, yeah. not 124 yeah. miles. What is it, about 18 miles from here to New York City? It's probably... Yeah, it's about that. Yeah. It's about that. So, I mean, it'll easily get you to New York City. Paris is another 50 miles or so from well, New York. It might be a little bit long. You might have to stop <laughs> in Greenland to refuel. But, but this should cover just about everything. Yeah. And I would feel so safe. In an all-electric plane, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. Nothing could go wrong with them. No. You know? Do they have solar panels on top? Uh, no, I don't believe oh. they do, actually. Huh. I don't think so. Just really expensive and environmentally unfriendly batteries. Well, they're not so. only unfriendly batteries. You still are you know, burning coal to be able to fill that tank up, if you will. Right. You know? Right. So you got that. Uh, I can't imagine... Oh, and here's another really good feature of these planes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which are coming very soon uh, by 2028. Mm, good. Uh, it seats up to get this 30 passengers. Shut up. up to 30. Up to. No. Up to. Mm-hmm. I mean, not more than if that. you want to fly more miles than 124, they limit it to 25. Oh, and then you can go 249 like miles. 249 miles. And if that's not enough for you, Get out and walk. Yeah. Shut up. My gosh, who I don't needs to, to go further than 240 Nobody, miles? Nobody. There's no That's reason to. It is, is too far. far. Right. It is too far. Wow. <laughs> By the time you really get through security, is. you could have driven it. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Hey, I mean, you have to show up two really hours is. early. Mm-hmm. 60 yeah. miles an hour, two hours, you're 120 miles. That's, that's yeah. the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Right. So, right. Um, yeah, but then you'd be burning carbon. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and uh, you're not being a friend of the the planet, right? Yeah. So and you're, worshiping Gaia, and what so. and what you don't know is that your car's not going to run anyway, so you won't have any choice. You'll probably right. walk to the airport and then say, "Could I get on this plane? I I have to go to work," <laughs> and it'll take you to work. Well, it'll take you to the airport within yeah. 120 miles of where you work. Uh, so that which is great. all you need, really. It's all you need. Then you instead of Get walk me from close. home, you, you walk to the uh, <laughs> walk to the office. This electric thing, where everything has to be electric, mm. you know, cars by twenty thirty five in California, planes. We're going to get our first dose in twenty twenty eight. This is going to work out really well. I feel. I feel, I feel like I, it's going to be. Right. I'm pretty sure everything that they're working on is going to work gonna out, work pretty out well. really well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's one of those things when you're driving an electric car. Let's say you're low on battery mm. and you're driving down the street and you run out of <clears throat> of power. Mm-hmm. You will coast to a stop. Right. You don't fall um, like thirty thousand feet. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a different. <laughs> it's a different feel. Yeah. And, you know, and actually, when your car runs out of battery, 
you don't coast. It just it just stops. stops. Mm-hmm. It stops. Well, I told you about the uh, the mm-hmm. uh, the original Tesla, the, the mm-hmm. first one they mm-hmm. they made, which mm-hmm. we covered back at CNN headline mm-hmm. news back mm-hmm. in the day. It was a hundred and ten thousand dollar sports car, two seater. Mm. Uh, looks like a Lotus. Yeah. Um, mm. I mean, it's a cool looking car, and it, you know, it definitely has. It was an amazing technology, particularly at the time. Um, but I was, I, I'm, uh, I just think, you know, they're pretty cool cars. And, and I was talking to a guy who owned one mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I was like, ah, this would be a cool thing to have. Like if you're a car, car collector, the first Tesla, like, yeah, you know, be before yeah. people even sure. really the company existed. Mm-hmm. And so he was telling me, he, he said that there was a minor incident, um, because there is a factory that, that does, you know, all these like old parts because they don't even really, I mean, mm-hmm. they service the car, but it's not like, you know, it's not easy to get the parts anymore. Um, they did have a, uh, a fire. At one of the factories where they lost, I think, 45 of them. Now, I think there was 1,300 made mm-hmm. in the United States. So, like, losing 45 is kind of a big deal. Yeah, Significant. Sure, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, I'm pretty sure the fire is still burning to this moment. But it wasn't um, It wasn't <laughs> due to batteries or electrical. Oh, no, no. It was something totally different. Okay, good. Uh, but <laughs> the other thing is, if you... It, it's kindling they left around the yeah, factory. Right, yeah, that like happens California. all the time. Yeah. We, leave yeah, kindling. Yeah, we were trying to clean it up. the place. Damn, trying to well, eat the place. I didn't throw in that it's a Tesla repair slash kindling factory oh, which is okay. a bad combination that makes a lot yeah, of really sense. bad combination you start those batteries on fire <laughs> yeah, right. with kindling uh, but he was saying that if you have a one of these cars and mm-hmm. you got to keep it charged right it's not a car you're taking out all the time right like it's a collector's yeah. item so you got to keep it charged but you can't overcharge it because it'll burn it out. could burn out yeah and if you if you let it no, go, not burn out it could burn, burn up. up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but if you let it go to 0% battery. Yes. The car is now a very expensive paperweight because you can't, <laughs> yeah, right. you will never charge it again. Once it goes to zero, battery completely toast. Now, I assume they've probably improved this over the years with with Tesla's or this would be happening a lot more often. But like this was the wow. way it was set up. So if, That's amazing. And the new battery, I think, is $45,000 and you have to wait so, 18 months. So now still, they're I, still no, 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 like no, no, 28 grand. Wait a minute, wow. guys. Yeah. That, that, I don't think that's been changed. So okay. you, what, if it goes so, to zero, so it's I have, dead? I have solar energy. Yeah. I have a 15 frickin thousand dollar battery one okay mm-hmm. and a row of whole bunch of other batteries okay <laughs> and uh i can only use it to be safe i can only drain it to about 40 percent gotta have 40 percent left in it once you start getting down lower and if it ever drains you're done you're done oh my god done yeah yeah, it's great. Cause now, I'm totally wow. the guy that would have, wow. you know, would would have this thing plugged in and not drive it for yeah, a, but, for a few weeks, and then it would get so the kid goes in there to get something out of the garage, knocks the plug out, I don't notice, and then the car's toast. Yeah, like, that's but totally what I would do if I had yeah, one of those cars. Stu, you're mm-hmm. not thinking. I mean, you're you're much more responsible than that. Like you never. Have you ever had your phone go out of power? No. <laughs> Nobody's ever done that. You I'm, always I'm plug right. it in before it goes out. Every single time. Every, Every single time. time. I, I never let mine get below 40%. <laughs> really? <laughs> you yeah. know, I say I just have to stop working and talking or doing whatever I'm doing when it gets to 40%. Now, to be clear, you can't get it fully charged and leave it plugged in either. 
That right. that would be very bad. That would be very you, bad. You well, can't the do that. good news is, in my case, with solar energy, it never fully charges. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, great! Yeah, so we have that. <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of sunshine, um, you know, DeSantis. <sighs> mm, this guy. This guy. Mm. This guy is so bad. This guy is so bad. Yeah. Would you? Use that label because that's the label I use for him. He's a fascist. I don't think it's strong enough. Yeah, you're but right. Well, it's I think he might even be the Antichrist. Okay, that's a very good possibility. I don't know. Would you expect? Would you expect DeSantis to be the Antichrist? No, no, you wouldn't. No, no. Um, and uh, uh, Maud Newton, who we all know and love, the Maud yes. Newton, Maud, oh. Maud. She describes herself as a writer, a critic, an editor, an occasional speaker. Oh, uh, she <laughs> so she, she writes and occasionally edits speaks. all the time. <laughs> yeah, and occasionally but rarely speaks. converses. Right. I mm-hmm. think she should speak maybe less. Okay. But uh, <laughs> she tweeted that uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis used the word biblical when he was describing the hurricane storm surge as a in evangelical dog whistle. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. So no evangelicals heard it then? Yeah. Because only dogs hear dog whistles. So that's weird. No, no it means <laughs> weird. if evangelicals were dogs, oh, then they, they would hear it. They're yes. the only yes. ones who hear it. Okay. Yes, they're the only huh. ones. Okay. And she said, this language is an evangelical dog whistle, uh, i.e. it's not climate change, it's God, which is... Which, uh, of course, that's what he was saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, really I mean, a dog whistle as much as, you know, like, I, because I, 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 I'm curious if she heard it, how is it an evangelical dog <laughs> right. whistle? Right. She's really good she, point. Is she deeply evangelical? Is that what we're learning about? No, Maude she Newton? just has special skills. Okay. She just has special hearing. She can decipher dog yeah. whistles. Now, hmm. she, she did delete the tweet. Oh, no. But she came out and said, sometimes... I stand by a tweet, but delete it because I've spent enough of my life amid the rantings and abuse of rapture-obsessed evangelicals. Okay. So. She sounds really friendly to evangelicals. <laughs> she does. Oh, yeah. She sounds very open-minded. Yeah. Friendly enough to yeah. hear the dog whistle. All right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or the yeah. evangelical yeah. whistle. Well, she's special. You know what I mean? She's got the special mm-hmm. skill, and she knows better. Some would describe her as special. Not you. Not me. Not you. Not you me. Wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't do that. You she wouldn't do seems that. very special. And uh, finally, let me give you this, uh, this quick story. Um, and you're going to find this, Stu, in particular. You're going to find oh, this uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, internal materials now show adult former Democratic legislative aide who encouraged students to say that transgender youth will kill themselves over a Republican policy, uh, you know, was uh, was kind of spearheading the national walkouts and uh, the walkouts that students where they were supposedly, yeah. you know, objecting to transgender policies from uh, Glenn Youngkin. Um, but <laughs> there's an internal video now that shows the student group uh, that was led by the former Democratic staffer. And uh, that he and the group knew that a large portion of students had absolutely no interest in the cause. They just wanted to skip school. (laughs) (laughs) Surprise! Yeah, it's a shocker. Now, I can say, 
because uh, I, I get this dog whistle. Uh, <laughs> I was in this group and walked out of high school for literally any cause. Any time, there were many, many walkouts. I remember when I was in school, and every single time, no matter what the cause was, I walked out, and I was passionate about whatever it was at that time. Now I didn't know what it was each time, but I was always passionate about it because if you were mm-hmm. passionate about it, you could walk out, and then all the teachers would number one let you out of class. They would they would excuse it, and number two, they would look at you as like, wow. And there's someone who's these kids are really, really tuned in. They're tuned in. They're taking mm-hmm. their their civic duty seriously. Who said that? This was the vibe of the teachers. Right, they, they were like okay. more like, hey, yeah. like they didn't get mad at you for okay. walking out. It so, was more like rock the vote. Like these yeah. kids are involved. They were proud of you. So yeah. was it just was it just me and my family? Because I never walked out of school mm. because I knew my dad would say. I know what the hell you're doing. Get your ass back in school. Well, they didn't even like, I re- the way I remember, it's been a while here. I'm a hundred years old at this point. But what I remember is they wouldn't even, it wasn't even in like, they wouldn't tell the parents, hey, your kid was out of school. We're upset. It was just like, everyone would walk out. They'd do the thing. We'd walk around. Many of us would branch off at the convenience store and then join on the way back into the protest. And then he'd walk back into school and everyone would be like, wow, that'd be a, like a local news item. Students. Uh, walk out of school to support, I don't know, probably late-term abortion or whatever we were walking out over. I have no idea. And that was it. The, the, you just miss a bunch of classes and it would be over. He it was grew fantastic. up in Connecticut. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't remember the student protest <laughs> yeah, movement really? in Montana. Yeah, We protested it being too cold once in a while, yeah. but that's about it. Mm-hmm. Stayed home well, you wouldn't when want to it walk was out. 80 below. You wouldn't want to walk outside in Montana. No, you don't. No. <laughs> you no, want to you stay don't. inside no matter what. Oh, there's August, but they're not in school. Right. Right. That's right. right. You can walk until out after there. Labor Day. There's yeah. a couple <laughs> nice months in Connecticut. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And you just walk out, and then you know you walk out until you get to a place you want to go, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then there's probably buy something there, maybe have McDonald's. And yeah, then McDonald's you walk back was, a, was a little bit. Usually to, for McDonald's, we'd That's have to fancy. take the car. Mm-hmm. They're very. We'd uh, have to walk. We'd have to act like we were walking out with a group, but then walk to the parking lot and get the car, and then drive to McDonald's. That was a little yeah. bit more of a trek, but you could do that too. <laughs> and, and we did many, many times. Well, all of us here on the Glenn Beck uh, program are. Shocked. Yeah. Shocked. Shocked to hear mm-hmm. that last week's walkout. Uh, apparently, very few kids really even knew what they were walking out for. Hard to believe. Stunning. Shocked. Yeah, Stunning. It's, it's shocking. Um, all right. Let me tell you about American financing. If you are carrying a balance on a credit card right now, you realize that the rate you owe on that money is going to continue rising for the rest of this year, right? And probably into next year as well. Imagine how much money wouldn't be wasted if you didn't have time to keep paying down more interest. Imagine how much money you could be putting into savings or even just into something worthwhile. If you didn't have to plan on paying a ton more interest on your credit card debt, wouldn't that be worth doing something about? American Financing. Call them today. This is a company that has been helping people just like you for over two decades. These are people that care about you because they're not taking money from the banks. They're not, uh, they're not uh, on uh, commission. They're on salary. And the company doesn't say, you got to get them into this. They don't do that. In fact, they may just say, I can't help you right now, but I can help you raise your credit score, which will be important, especially right now. 
American Financing. Call them now. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. Or go to AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing. NMLS 182334. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. The Glenn Beck Program. Wow, CNN, talk about dog whistles. Woo! They have just identified the woman who allegedly helped arrange the migrant flights. Wow. Yeah. What a vital story. They are on top of it. It, They are on top of it. Ron DeSantis really has developed this power to completely control the news cycle. He is is really second only to... To Donald Trump. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, you're right. I mean, like, for example, this is obviously, this is Greg Abbott's thing. I mean, he was doing it for months yeah. before, you know, Ron DeSantis jumps in for one weekend and now it's his story. Yeah. Right. It's like what? And now uh, the hurricane, that's a Ron DeSantis story now. It's not a hurricane story. It's not about people who are suffering. It's about Ron DeSantis and his political future. Well, it's really about people who have been suffering from uh, systemic racism for a very long time. That's what that story That's what that really. is? Oh, yes. You didn't hear Kamala Harris well, over the she weekend? she said it she... was about but we should give out relief based on equity. Equity, and, yes. And target people of color. I thought, yeah. I thought that was the opposite of what we were supposed to do. The Glenn Beck Program.